Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Minds Matter with your hosts, Beth, joining us from Zoom. Hey. Noah, who's here <laughs> at the beautiful Ufa Radio Studio with hey. me, <laughs> our resident Dutch, and me, Ava. And we're here to take you through some topics that we find fun, through some nice chats while talking a little bit about some of the research behind those things. So today, um, we're talking about something that we've kind of been thinking about because, as we all know, uh, this whole COVID <coughs> situation has taken quite a toll on public physical health, but also on mental health, which I'm sure yeah. all of us have experienced to a certain extent. So we've been kind of trying to figure out how to make ourselves feel better. And one of the things that we came across was the fact that nature and going outside is something that's really good for you. And we wanted to figure out why that really is. It's something that we kind of know from folk psychology and something that like your mom will say to you, like you should go outside, not my mom, but, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but we wanted to find out really why that is. So I'm going to throw it over to Beth because she actually did um, a whole project shout out sticks (laughs) on, on the, on the topic. Um, and she's going to tell us about a little bit of the theory behind this before we get into some of the studies. Yeah, so I actually wanted to ask you guys if you think I seem calmer than last week. <laughs> because mm. in Australia, we have been allowed to go driving again. So on the weekend, me and my brother went driving out in the country. And I noticed just being out there, I felt heaps better. And I was just wondering if you guys could tell a difference in mood, but maybe not. Can you tell? I feel like you've been better since you left Holland because when you left, it was like raining. Like oh, yeah. that was when we were having those rain spells and we weren't really going outside and you just had all we those plants in your room. And also the, yeah, the nature here out, in Amsterdam yeah. compared to yeah. Australia is a very big difference. Yeah. I don't know. I guess, I guess um, now you say it, I can tell. <laughs> yeah, but you're also doing um, well, your yoga stuff. Yeah, true. Yoga and nature. Yeah. Um, but anyway, this is something that I've always noticed in me that has made me feel heaps better when I'm out in nature and away from the city. And even when I lived in New York, like we would go upstate and stuff like that. Um, but it wasn't until I did this project did I really realize what was actually going on and there is a lot of science behind what's happening so I think a good place to start is one of the first theories and this is by this guy called Kaplan and it's called art theory or attention restoration theory and basically what he says is when we're in urban environments there's so much stimulation so there's like cars people all this stuff going on that we have to continually process and that gives us mental fatigue And I reckon like you guys, like that's pretty, we can all relate to that and understand that. Mm -hmm. Um, So when we go out into nature, we don't have all this stimulation. So we can have just directed attention and our minds aren't in overdrive. Um, And one of the cool things that they reckon why nature does this is because when we evolved, we were around nature, obviously. So when we're processing, seeing these environments, it our, our brains are made to do this. Whereas when we're processing, like seeing a building or these things, it's a lot more mental load because it's not something we evolved to see. 
So that's like a very brief overview of that theory that mm-hmm. kind of started the idea of like what could be going on when we're in nature. So I don't know if you guys feel like that, if you have any thoughts on that theory. <laughs> <laughs> so I have, I have, I, I hear like two things that are coming from this theory. The first of which is about the fact that because we evolved in nature, that's easier for us. It's easier for us to kind of process things from a natural environment, so kind of an evolutionary point. So a question with that is that because it's about mental fatigue, do you think because of the fact that it's specifically looking at natural stimuli that you wouldn't get the same positive effects as just, for example, meditating? Because a lot of the research that I read, it also seemed like most of the benefits that they talk about especially with this kind of attention restoration, it seems like the natural world doesn't necessarily factor into it. It's just kind of turning off from everything else. So I was, which is something that I want to talk to you guys about. Mm -hmm. So what what do you guys think about that? Um, Yeah, I mean, that's really interesting. And well, there's, so there's some things that have been found around this theory that make me, feel like it like have shown evidence that it could be you know leading us in the right direction mm-hmm. and that is they've found that if we're around uh natural environments that are more wild so if you mm-hmm. have a mm-hmm. park that's maintained and like neat and mowed and everything and if you have the exact same park and it's just left to be how it would be in its wild mm-hmm. state you have the increased effect of like feeling relaxed and reducing stress if you're in the wild park Mm. And they say this is this this is like evidence to show that this is because this is what we evolved around, like this wilderness. Whereas the maintain what the maintained environment still is not what we're used to. So I think that does show evidence for that it can be not just the switching off of a lot of stimulus, but also the natural environment. Yeah, I guess I'm always a bit weary of like the evolutionary argument and the idea that just because something is natural or how it was before, like that's, that's, that means it's better for us Mm -hmm. because even in like in that idea of, um, you know, being more at peace or feeling better when you're in a wilder environment than like a mowed lawn, it's also different kinds of, um, cues that you're picking up on. Like the fact that this isn't a kept area, so you're able to relax yeah, yeah more yeah. so yeah. than in another place. And that's actually also something that um, this actual m- medical doctor, I think she's in California, yeah. her name is Nushin Razani, and she's been actually prescribing going out into the wild um, uh, for, yeah. for people who are depressed. And she's, had, she's done like randomized clinical trials, and it's actually proven that it's, it's worked and it's had people yeah. feel less anxious and stuff like that. But her main argument for it, which I actually wanted to hear Noah's thoughts about, is actually like yeah. a developmental argument because I think she's actually a pediatrician. Mm-hmm. And um, so basically what she says is that when we're in nature, and to her, nature is actually defined as just a place that is not like curated by adults. Mm. So, oh, okay. yeah, which actually in a way the definition makes sense. is so... Like, yeah, and the definition of nature is also very broad. Yeah. Um, but her idea is that because we're having less access to nature, especially kids, we're missing out on this like almost critical phase of development where you're able to play and develop 
your creativity and develop your resilience to things in a way, yeah. and your independence, of course, in a way that you can't do if you're just playing inside and you're playing in a world that's like constructed by yeah. adults for kids or just by adults. So I was wondering like what, like because Noah, you're interested in the developmental side mm -hmm. of things, like what your thoughts on this like sort of critical phase thing are. Yeah, I'm thinking, I think because I haven't heard that. So I'm thinking about it. Um, so that would suggest that if there is a situation that is designed by adults, for example, if, if you are talking about play, then I think when you're, for example, or out in the forest, um, you have your like, a lot of options and you have to be creative in what how you... you, you make your play yeah. I, they think about when when i was younger when we go to ho on holidays with my brother and sister and we had to come up with with games and stuff ourselves because yeah. there was nothing really there uh opposed like on the other side we for example like a, a playroom where there are games that are already designed to to use in a certain way is that what, what you you mean yeah i mean i think that um this particular researcher slash mm -hmm. medical doctor like her idea is that um yeah being in nature and it's similar to what beth was saying actually about this evolutionary argument where that's kind of where you're meant to develop and you're meant to grow and you're not meant to be kind of locked into these specific rules of how you should behave but that is like put on you by like adult society essentially yeah mm -hmm. And the idea then is that you're able to, like what you said, you know, play with your, your siblings and create your own world, which like this is what most of the nature studies show that it fosters creativity. Yeah. It yeah. allows you to be feel more inspired and that that's a really key part into the development of children. Yeah, I, can, I can imagine that because um, maybe these, these, are, these are skills that you have to uh, really train to, to, to make them, to, to develop them. And and I can I, I can imagine that if you are not not in the position you're just consuming, if you're maybe you're just you're playing with or or watching or whatever thing that is that you're doing is already the, already there, then you're just consuming in a way instead of creating. And I guess right. if, if if creativity is something that must be also um, obtained by 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 experience, then then I would say that. Yeah, could yeah could potentially get in the way of of that of, of, of that. But I yeah, I think it sounds like something that is. Uh, but I wouldn't necessarily know what the consequences in the bigger scheme would be for yeah, that. That's that's the thing. Like this kind of the same thing with um, the studies on nature that show that it really helps your attention. Um, yeah, broaden I guess. But wasn't it also? Attention? I I just because I, I wanted to say that also. Like mm -hmm. wasn't it also that. Um, just the getting away from yeah, also that yeah. The, 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 for us, it would be like the city life. For yeah. I live in yeah. we live well. Us now live in Amsterdam. You Beth, not anymore. But to get Sad. this example, <laughs> yeah, that it, it being in Amsterdam, having this, you know, and I know if I'm here, I it's have like to work. I have to yeah, yeah. And so I associate yeah. also this with with a lot of stressful things in nature because I'm not. I never yeah. grew up in nature. Yeah. Or I don't live it now, even if I would have grown up there. That it means that I so I associate being 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 free and being yeah. exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. So, but 
Yeah. Yeah, and it also I makes think- me think that like there might be other things that you could get the same thing out of, just like maybe meditating, you could get the same kind of like effect on yeah. attention. Um, that because I mean I feel personally attacked by this because I mean I grew up I grew up like super urban kid like city kid I was I, my parents like we did not Toronto. go to the woods like my mom was not about that woods life like camping no and it makes and you know like even my dad has sometimes said um, I, you know I feel like I I missed out because I never taught you to love nature mm. and I've never been like super into being outside mm-hmm. um yeah. and it makes and like hearing things like that obviously it makes you feel like you missed a developmental step which in some ways I do think that but in terms of all the benefits that you could get from nature like it it feels then it that excuse- there's like a broken generation because there's so many kids who grow up in are. cities yeah and that's another thing when reading these studies you've got to be careful about because a lot of them also it's like okay, one group went to into nature and walked. So it's like, okay, well, also they're feeling better because they had exercise. So they... Yeah, they yeah. there's so many confounds. But they have they have done studies. Um, let me see. Let me see if I have the actual person who... But there, there, there have been a lot of studies who that did these kind of like nature walks um, where they also had controls where they um, just had people walk in like an urban center and yeah. they didn't yeah. have those same at least attentional effects. But I definitely think that exercise is, of course, part of what's good about it. But in terms yeah. of the attention, um, David Strayer, this prophet at the University of Utah, who I yeah. think we'll probably talk about his bigger studies. But one of the studies that he did was that he had people go for a walk, I think as well in nature. And he either had people just go for the walk with nothing on them, like no cameras, no phones, no nothing, yeah. no music. And they walked for an hour and he um, measured with an EEG their brain waves. So the type yeah. of frequencies that their their brain was emitting. Is that right, Beth? Yeah. Um, <laughs> neuroscience degree. <laughs> Shout out, Ufa. Uh, <laughs> um, and then he also had a group who went into nature but was just on the phone with a friend for the hour. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, just and, walking on the phone. Yeah. And yeah. he found that in the theta wave, so this, what he, how he conceptualizes it, which <clears throat> I'm not sure about, but he says that these <laughs> theta waves, they correspond to kind of um, an overload and stress on an area of the brain called the prefrontal cortex, which is responsible for um, kind of like higher level planning and stuff like that. That and just so people who don't have brain backgrounds out there, and that's fine, the prefrontal <laughs> cortex is like the front bit of your brain yeah. back behind your forehead. Yeah, like just... Yeah. on top of your eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he found that the these theta waves, they were significantly reduced in people who just walked alone with no electronics in nature, whereas people who were just on the phone with a friend, there was no change. And what, what no and why change. was Yeah. No which, change. Yeah. Which is which I feel like that is also something that speaks to that idea of it really being about attention and being about reducing your attention. Because I'm assuming, like, I'm sure it also depended on the type of conversation you were having. Like, if it was about something stressful, I'm sure you would feel more stressed. But also if someone is not where you are physically, like, enjoying that moment with you, then you're probably talking about a lot of other things. But there were even some talks where people were saying that 
um, if you went for a hike with your friends, you wouldn't be getting the beneficial effects that people look for when they go into nature, when they do nature therapy. So that makes me feel like, yeah, that makes me feel like it's really something that's about a meditative state. Like if in terms of like having these kinds of, because I feel like there's a lot of stories of people who have these big shifts in how they see their life just by going into nature for a few days. And that makes it feel like it's just taking a step back, like like Noah said, mm-hmm. and not being in your regular environment. Yeah. So I don't know. There's a, I think this is connected to this guy you were talking about, but this study at Stanford mm-hmm. found this area, and I have to have this written down because I can't pronounce it, subgenual mm-hmm. area I'd never, of the I'd never heard of that. I, I'm sure. sure there's a different name for it because, like, we do a lot of cognitive neuro and... We and so don't worry if you haven't. Um, <laughs> so we haven't <laughs> in the prefrontal cortex, and it's kind. Of, so when it's increased activity, they relate that to sadness and rumination. So rumination is just when you're going over something in your brain like over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, and this found that when people were out in nature, the activity in that specific area of the brain decreased. And so these feelings of like rumination and sadness, but that would connect with the mindfulness because that's the same as you get in meditation. Like you stop this rumination and you're not just going and over in your head. Yeah. I actually think in that study they did um, have their control group was people who walked in urban areas Yeah, and it was only like and 50 minutes. So it's not just the exercise in that case as well. And they didn't wasn't- get the, yeah. Was that the one that they also checked, like the heart rates or something? Did they did they saw that that there were different moments? I don't I don't necessarily remember, but maybe I thought you were talking about that one that it wasn't the same causal thing. That no, I don't I don't remember <laughs> it well enough to 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 say something. Like we are the about future of the field of psychology. <laughs> I don't know that brain. I don't. I want to talk about a research that I don't remember what it was. No, but there's definitely things about heart rate and about physiological. Because it was one like trying to to combine because they had had, like research about stress and nature and then about attention and nature and then they wanted to combine that and then they had like walks in urban areas and but I don't. Well, I will. I will (laughs) sign it in the sources. Yeah, you can read it. I thought maybe yeah, you, I you guys read it. It's been shown that it's definitely not just the exercise or these other things when there's something else going on. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's good to remember when we're talking about this that it, it's hard to measure what's happening when you're just, you know, in nature and have a great control. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I feel like I've led this conversation into a very skeptical corner. No, because I was kind of skeptical about it probably because I didn't want to feel like um, yeah. <laughs> I'm a failure and I like, I'm not a, a real bias human. going yeah. on here. <laughs> um, but there are studies that show like kind of the opposite in terms of just taking the f- physiological features of like a forest um, and bringing it into an urban environment. Like, so they've done these studies in Japan where um, they had people go on these like forest walks or like actually forest bathing which includes that kind of meditative aspect of it Mm -hmm. um and one of the things that they found during these forest walks was that the nk like natural killer cells 
that are like yeah. cancer eating cells that kind of clean up the body, those kinds of cells, they, um, I think they were reduced by like 50% by just being outside for a day or something like that. And one of the theories that they had about it was that something that the trees were emitting, one of the acids that they were emitting that I think are called phytocides, those were actually influencing the chemistry of the body. Wow. And then they tested that in a way that I think was actually really smart, which was that they brought in um, those essences and that particular compound and they sprayed it into um, a hotel room that Mm -hmm. participants were staying in for three nights that was in an urban center. And they found that the people that had that spray in their rooms, they also had that de- that um, increased natural killer cell. That's a good thing. It sounds bad, but it's a good thing. Um, so their immune systems were getting stronger just from having like kind of the environment of a right. forest. Oh, that's very interesting. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, that's- so there are things uh, that are really innate kind of to nature that yeah. make yeah. you feel better yeah, and that, that are better for your body. But then is that's very different, I think, because that is pretty like physical mm-hmm. um well you cannot see those two like mental and physical really a- apart from each other but i think this is that it's a pretty physical thing but then do you think that the, that there's no real like really 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 mental thing directly connected to nature is bes- aside from all the things that come with it and that there, there is a uh, there is an effect that we can see that there's an effect but that there's something that's purely like ascribed to the mental change that happens when you're in nature. Um, I do think that there does seem to be an effect of just natural things influencing how you feel. Um, like again, these research in, in Japan, let me pull up his name, but um, I'll tell you his name as I pull it up. But <laughs> essentially they, they did studies where they had people walk for 15 minutes just in, 15 minutes like that's nothing in a forest and their cortisol levels which cortisol is basically the stress known as the stress hormone so when you're stressed you produce more cortisol after 15 minutes they found that cortisol levels dropped 12 percent which is a lot and um after 15 minutes also the parasympathetic nervous system which is kind of um known as like the part of your nervous system which is responsible for you relaxing that activity in that nervous system went up 103%. Wow. So doubled. I've read a lot of papers that show this same with the parasympathetic nervous system. That's like quite common. Yeah. Um, And and in different, and this is like different natural environments too, like parks, wilderness, stuff like that. So, I mean, this is also funny because I think it shows like Ava and I obviously come from very different, upbringings yeah. and you yeah. know I'm from the country and for me even though I'm coming from this from like a scientific perspective I definitely feel everything even when I'm reading these papers like yes that's true yes it yeah. has all these great effects and it's actually quite funny speaking to Ava and she's like well did you think about this do you think about this and and because you didn't come from that background so yeah because I would just say it's all it's all right it, it like it definitely makes a difference yeah so there's there's someone like feeling of, uh, of protecting your, uh, your, I think I'm a little bit in the, in the middle because I was, I didn't really grow up in a really uh, wild nature environment, but also not in the center of the city. So like right. we did go out. Well, I, I, I did think about it. I was, when I was young, I would always go to the 
horses mm-hmm. like three times a week or something for some six What do you mean by old. going to the horses? <laughs> well, we have to <laughs> bike for 30 minutes into like the, 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 the fields and stuff where they are because I was, I was living um, in like a, you say? Uh, near the country. Huh? Weren't you near the country sort of? Near the country, but near the city. So it was like yeah. 30 minutes I would be in the center of Amsterdam biking. 30 minutes I would be in the fields, in the nature, Not the Dutch nature. Netherlands, yeah. <laughs> if 30 minutes from everywhere, you're somewhere completely different. Exactly. Yeah, yeah so, then, but, so then I had like that, and that would be with the animals and in, in the but fields. But you also love animals. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah, raised, so it, <laughs> I raised, I raised that way. But I do remember that it was so nice to, it was so simple and so nice to have uh, so low, such low input and just uh, playing in the in the grass. And in the, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but of course, also there are a lot of uh, co- confounding factors. Yeah, I mean, it's like you said, it's it's also probably when you would go there like that would be a time where your family can't be thinking about work because they just physically can't do it Mm -hmm. um and it's like it's tied to the fact that you're in a time where you can be relaxing also but i mean i definitely think that nature like going into nature great like do it it works for sure but what for people if they live there so why why did they test not people living in the in nature yeah they have they actually have done tests on people who live um even just and work then for if they test for that bias yeah that's true but i mean i think it's true that people who um are live in the country they do have less stress typically mm, yeah. because because probably of this attentional thing where there's just not as many distractions yeah. and like living in an urban center is stressful um but yeah. they have done studies in um germany there's uh i think he's kind of the head of the german nih he's um been doing studies <coughs> looking at where people live and whether they live near a park or near greenery like that's it and tracking how close you're going to the parks and how much greenery you're seeing per day. And they've also done this in the States, I think. And they've found that just people who see parks more often, they're less stressed and they feel better and they report feeling better than people who are seeing concrete more often. I saw this with this, uh, this, um, research with a flat and one side of the flats had a few of, uh, concrete parking lots or something. And the other side had a few of... Uh, like one tree. <laughs> you know, like a little field. And they were randomly assigned to the, to, the, to, the, to the houses. And then even there he saw with kids, I think they, they looked at kids, um, significant results in concentration and attention yeah. in, the, in the kids of the side of the... Well, the concentration uh, and attention thing is super wild to me. Yeah. Because I feel like those are things that... That you that are not associated with like what we're talking about like relaxation mm-hmm. and these associations yeah. that you have. It's just like you're better able to do other things that aren't even associated to like being in the moment. I guess although I guess attention is being in the moment. But they've also done studies where they looked at um, people who had just had a major surgery in hospitals, and they found that people who were staring at a brick wall they were more likely to die <laughs> than people who were just like looking at one tree. And the people who were looking at trees got out a lot earlier and recovered quicker as well. And that's... It's 
that, that's, that's not so wild. Yeah, that's also not like you're not walking around. You're just you're probably also yeah. not smelling things. <laughs> like it does seem like there's really something about nature that yeah influences your brain or influences your well being. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just association. But this this um one of the people who did the the forest bathing things, his name is um, Dr. Yoshifumi Miyazaki, and he's at Chiba University. He also did a study that I thought was really wild where he just had people sit at a table, look at a flower, or not look at a flower, just a flower. And the people who <laughs> yeah. looked at a flower, their, nervous, their parasympathetic nervous system, so that relaxation, um, that, you're, yeah. that relaxation drive, that increased, yeah. <laughs> and increased. cortisol also decreased. Just from looking at one flower. I'm going to buy flowers on my way home. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Beth, you did in your, and you actually have done some empirical research, right? Like, didn't you guys do that survey about having plants just in your room and stuff? What did you find with that? Did you have any results? Yeah. I mean, not really scientifically. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so there's been a lot of studies that shows even by having plants in your room, or even if you take a minute out of your day to look at it, an image of nature, you get these like health benefits. So they've done studies just in labs where you just either look at a picture of a building or you look at a photo of a park and the people who are looking at photos of parks have these benefits and also like improve on cognitive tasks, which I think I agree. I find that like pretty like incredible that it can have that you can improve on these cognitive tasks just by looking at these different images. Yeah, that's. I also wrote down like I wanted to touch on that. Like looking at, is looking at images. Um, is that valid? Like, does it? <laughs> but it does isolate something. Like I, I don't know. It does feel like everything we've talked about. Like every isolated thing that you get from being in nature helps. So just. The visuals, yeah. like the colors, I guess, yeah. that you're seeing. There's an aesthetic yeah. element in the visuals, yeah. 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 The, and, the like, sound. the phytocides, yeah. things like that. But they, they also have done a similar study in um, a prison in the States. I forget which state it's in. Um, but they have some inmates working out or having their, like, rec time in an empty room and some inmates having it just with, like, a screen that's playing nature videos. And the people – and, like, the – what are the – the officers, I guess. That's not what they're called. The guards? The guards. Thank you. Our <laughs> <laughs> ESL pulling up with the vocab. <laughs> G-R-E words. Okay. Um, but the guards, they, I don't think they've actually run um, like the full study yet, but from the interviews with the guards, the guards say that like it's a blessing to be in the room where they're playing the nature videos because they're all just having a good time and they're like I'm just trying to work yeah. out like leave me alone and in the other room their fights break out all the time that makes me think about the one time I went to the um, spa how do you say like a well, well wellness spa. center mm -hmm. spa. <laughs> yeah I don't know yeah <laughs> and they had all these different baths and saunas and um well things and there's i remember this one bath with the projected um nature documentary like on the walls yeah and there was the most popular spot where everyone was hanging out really yeah so everyone was there and and i remember that me and my boyfriend at the time we always like said that, oh yeah because we went to 
uh, uh, very many uh, spas in in the Netherlands. And we all said, oh yeah, that bath is so... That that one was so nice, and so now I I, I think because that's yeah. like a, it's, well, it's a it's a it's a nice situation in general and being in a prison, but I can imagine <laughs> <laughs> that uh, like also in a positive situation where you're in a wellness center, it is it makes yeah, it everything it makes everything better. Yeah, it really does. It really does. Yeah. But what kind of do you remember? What kind of images? It was about pandas. In oh, the, animals in the tr- in like in the. <laughs> Like walking around, <laughs> being lazy, being lazy, and you feel also like you're a panda in the water. Yeah. It was so nice. <laughs> it was so nice. Yeah, it's so it, it's strange because it feels so um, intuitive to be like, yeah, oh my god, I really want to get get out into nature. I I have that because my cause Emil is now in. Um, that's Noah's boyfriend, listeners. <laughs> I talk about boyfriends and ex-boyfriends a lot. I me- and I know that I mention them every time. <laughs> um, but That's a different episode. <laughs> My problem with men. No, um, <laughs> uh, no but he's like in, in some nature kind of area in the Netherlands right now. And I saw him on FaceTime and I, and I saw the view and he just showed me everything. And the cows and stuff. And I was like, oh, I felt so relaxed. And I was like, oh my God, I really want to also be there. And and now we're going there together next week. <laughs> because I was like, I You're really gonna need to. You're going to be chilling. Yeah, but I really, I really felt You'll like. You'll have yeah. to report back on the next episode how good you yeah. felt. <laughs> and how, how I, there will be also some confounds, think, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> You know, it's all nature. No, I'll quit. I'll stop. <laughs> just, just, go, just go into the field and lie there by yourself. <laughs> but anyway, so even Dutch nature, which no even, shade, even but it's Dutch, like yeah. literally just right. grass. I know, yeah. And it's nothing. marsh. Swamp. Yeah. Swamp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but mo- because most of the things that I've read have been about forests. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. was wondering like what kind of videos they showed in that thing that made you feel so calm. Um but there is kind of a discussion as to what kind of nature is the most calming and the most effective. Right? Yeah, let's yeah. let's get into that because it's interesting. And I'll also be biased on this, so I'm interested to see how you guys feel. So obviously I love the beach, you know, typical Australian, but I do. <laughs> and they've found that all these effects with being in nature are way higher when it's, well, they call it blue nature. So lakes, ocean, um, you know, rivers, stuff like that. So that kind of, so a lot of the studies that you look at, they don't include blue nature because yeah. it, it makes, you know, we just want to look at the effects of nature and urban environment. So it's easier just to do forest. But when you compare blue nature, there's a really much higher impact. And the reason for that, they think it could be that because it's just one color, your attention can be even more directed just to that because you're just looking at you know this one flat color or even the waves um or the sound as well because the sound's very relaxing and there's a third one and yeah with the immersion stuff I sometimes feel like maybe it's also getting a bit less scientific 
But with this art theory, the idea is the more you can immerse yourself in nature, so the more you can, you know, not just look at the forest but be in the forest, you yeah. feel the effects more. So because with the water, we can easily immerse ourselves in it by swimming, things like that. That's why it mm. has strong so there are three theories about why it has a stronger effect and was it also uh i don't know if you maybe was it also that if you are at water uh, at the water that that is that is safe like it, in like in the evolution theory as well that it increases your chances of survival and that isn't that all maybe also like one explanation oh, yeah that's actually yeah because we needed water yeah but have so, they done studies where they have people um Like, because the immersion theory is kind of interesting. Although yeah. I guess you have yeah. to know how to swim. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know how to swim. <laughs> I do. Um, all Dutch people have to know how to swim. We are all what? we all have to get our diplomas for swimming because there's so much water here. Really? Safety. Yeah, you have to. We have to before the age of 12. What? Have three diplomas. Yeah. For swimming. In, in school in system. Swimming. Yeah. But it's, that's 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 not that. Wow, that's yeah. wild. So yeah, because you guys, you guys be immersed. Yeah, because it's, we we are immersed in <laughs> <laughs> the whole the Netherlands is immersed in water. So yeah, that's true. I wonder. I wonder if there are studies on like whether. I mean, I intuitively it feels like people in urban centers in the U.S. and North America are probably not doing as good as people who are in these nice European. <laughs> countries with the nature 30 minute bike away <laughs> from the center <laughs> but have they done studies on uh, going to like a lake or um or the ocean and then swimming or, or having people swim or not swim no the ones that i looked at it wasn't swimming or not swimming it was like controlled times because i feel like if you do swimming a lot of other stuff comes into play and also Because one of the things that detracts from these feelings that we get in nature is that if any we sense any danger, obviously, which so swimming because it is it can actually be yeah. a stressful situation. Yes, it can, especially in Australia. Yeah, yeah. So they haven't looked into that, um, but yeah, just looking at the, I guess. This theory was the idea that it's we're easily immersed into it. It makes it more appealing. What about um, lakes versus the ocean? Because you also mentioned lakes, but for me, when I picture a lake, it's like more enclosed, and there's definitely a lot of greenery surrounding a lake. Yeah. So is the ocean mm. better? Me too. I also obviously would feel like the ocean's number one also with the sound and everything <laughs> Love it. you're um, like dreaming away <laughs> i feel I, so, i honestly the beach is too much for me like I, when i think of the beach i feel, feel stressed cool. because really? it's hot <laughs> it's the <laughs> sand like why would you want to be on sand like i don't and it's so big and the waves like when i think of, i guess because that's but that's what we're talking about in terms of associations like for me a lake, you know, a nice lake on one of yeah. the Ontario lakes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with like a little cabin. Well, I gotta have my I gotta have my human <laughs> human made <laughs> buildings. Um and like trees, like that sounds like the perfect nature spot for me. But like the ocean, ooh. That's <laughs> too much. <laughs> you cannot swim, you? 
Okay, I can swim, guys. Because <laughs> that would be an explanation why it would be. <laughs> no, I, I just said I like the lake. The lake is also harder to swim in because it's not salt water. Uh, okay. <laughs> You're so on defense. You know what? I'm just going to sit in my fucking apartment. Yeah, but I honestly was, personal story, like I was pretty bad at swimming. Like I did some <laughs> some classes when I was little and I just remember always being, you know, when you have to swim across the pool, I was always the last to get across Aww. the pool. We are small. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I was one of the older, like the older kids. <laughs> No, I was actually also really bad at swimming. But I always explained it. But yeah, I'm from the desert. My dad is from the desert. So we're not used. It was <laughs> bullshit. But I was like, yeah, no. But humans like, humans like me are not made for water. No, but that's the... Th- You're like, live next to the <laughs> <I> live- <laughs> <laughs> Um She's from Israel, by the way, listeners. <laughs> um, but that's the thing. Like, I feel like that kind of argument that you just made as a child, like I feel like that's a lot of the types of arguments that you get with this nature stuff because it's, it is so poorly broken down in some ways. Mm -hmm. Like there's no real agreement on what nature really is. And I feel like there's so many, those types of evolutionary theories or like those kinds of unfalsifiable things almost Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that, that can justify this because like for me, I was just thinking, you know, a lake is like it's like the image of the earth because it's blue and has the green, you know. And then I maybe you know, humans somehow knew that we were living on this little blue dot. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but, so what yeah. do so what do you guys feel like if you would have like after all we spoke about feel like is for your intuition the the biggest reason why nature the effect of that nature calms us down is there. What is what is the thing that you think? Okay, but I really think this is the biggest. Okay, let's do a round. Beth, you go first. Final thoughts. Um, <laughs> dun, 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 final. I really, I don't know. I I feel strong about the art theory and attention restoration, and that is what we evolved around. And but so you I do know, feel strongly about the the evolutionary side of it and the fact that it's what we were made to be around. Yeah, and I get the argument of well just because it's natural doesn't mean it's better and that can be a slippery slope but I think in terms of this yeah I think that the 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 evidence kind of is there Mm -hmm. and I haven't read anything else that I feel (laughs) explains it all better but something I don't think it's a better theory something that was interesting like just before we Noah goes um was that because you know like in terms of IQ and in terms of like how IQ has gotten better over the years, like IQ scores overall have Mm -hmm. increased. Um, Like one of the leading theories on why that happened was because we are more into like technology and we're more able to work with abstract information and the things that we see are more similar to these things that we are doing in the IQ tests, which is like also based on attention and stuff like that. But then going into nature Like, it seems like a contradiction because then when you go into nature and you release from all of that stuff, you're able, like this David Strayer, um, this David Strayer stuff where they took people into nature for a few days and then they did better on these cognitive tasks Mm. and attentional tasks. It's kind of a contradiction as to why. And like, in those cases, humans in a way have gotten better because we've been in these enclosed man-made spaces 
and like at attentional tasks and things like that. So in a way that's better for us, but then going back into nature makes you better at those things. Like, I just feel like there's some contradictions that I am confused about. You said that maybe, I get what you mean. It's the same thing that made, that made us um, improve certain things that also decreases it. Because when you take yeah. it away, it improves. Yeah. But is it maybe that has to do more with amounts of time? For example, having a balance. Yeah. And having... And isn't it also possible that the same thing... No, maybe I have to think about this longer. I think it is like an overload in terms of, um, yeah, just too much information in your mind being split and this multitasking thing. And the fact that like, even though we're better at this because we're used to it, you still would be better if you were able to focus your attention, which is what going into nature does. Um, but I don't know. I still feel like there is obviously evidence that things that aren't natural have been good for us. Like, we, you want to yeah, live in a house. You don't want to live on the beach. I think this theory doesn't, just because it says going out into these environments helps in these certain ways, mm -hmm. I don't think it's saying, like, these other things aren't good for us. Yeah. I, don't, I don't interpret it this way. I think it's saying this is good for us, but just because that's good for us doesn't mean that, you know, every aspect of living in a city or a house is bad. And I don't think it's saying let's yeah. all just go off and, live in the woods so it's a balance and then right yeah. just balancing the two that yeah. it will but i do um, think in terms of like well-being it seems like if we all just didn't live in urban cities that would be that's redundant but that would be better for us um in terms of well-being but it's just like this attention thing and this like bettering of your cognitive capacities that's the thing that that is really interesting to me because it seems contradictory almost, but I guess it's just because you're sharpening your attention because of um, yeah. something like essentially practicing mindfulness. Yeah. But cause I also think that if you, you know, if you don't live in a city and you're just living this, you know, wholesome life, whatever, you're also mm -hmm. not getting stimulated in the other ways that will, yeah. you know, improve your IQ and all these other things. So I do think it's, <laughs> yes. I think it's the balance. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I also feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then it can yeah. exist at the same time, I think. Mm -hmm. Or like, yeah. I think for me, the thing um, that I feel like is most convincing or like does intuitively feels the most logic, as to why nature helps us in certain ways, is that I think it's less input. You yeah. think of less input. Yeah. I, I think I experienced that myself very consciously. So maybe that's why I <clears throat> feel that that's uh, very important, that I really feel consciously that, um, for example, uh, during quarantine that, you know, we didn't go out and stuff. And one of the first times I um, <clears throat> biked again through the city on a day that people al were already going out more, I was yeah. biking and I saw the center of Amsterdam and I saw a lot of people and there was a lot of things going on and I felt so um, smothered by all these inputs by all these different yeah. things that I'm seeing and this moving and this talking and everything that I felt so anxious 
because of that. And I think because I'm not also used anymore to, to being displayed to so many, so much input. Um, I felt very consciously then that because of, also of, uh, for the reference before that I was in quarantine in the north and I was, and I was next yeah. to a forest. Mm. So I was walking there every day. Mm. Right. Um, so that's maybe good to know that. Um, yeah. So I, I think that that, that that's for me in, in how I feel is that I think that that is the biggest thing that, that would, yeah. That's, yeah. Help me. So I decre decrease the input. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ava, what do you reckon? Um, well, I do, th I think I agree with Noah in terms of the idea that it is like just about taking a step back and being more mindful yeah. and just not being overloaded. Because, I mean, we also know that multitasking is bad for you. Like, yeah. <laughs> we think that we're great at it, but we're not. And whatever you're doing multitasking, even if you think you're great at it, I think it's only, like, less than 2% who can actually multitask effectively. Um, so I think that that's definitely part of it. And I, I know, like, we've talked about this, but I know that I'm resistant to this, like, evolutionary perspective and the fact that, you know, like, things that are we developed in are good for us. But I do... I think that there are cases where that is true. And I do think that there are things in nature that really do influence our physiology. Yeah. Um, and so I do think that going into nature and also because it has all of these components that we've talked about, like the fact that you're yeah, exercising, yeah. the fact that there are these like chemicals that affect your body, the fact that you're being mindful the fact that you're able to connect with yourself also, I think yeah. that's also... Yeah, 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 that's also something we should not forget. Yeah, and the and the fact is, like, that it works. At the end of the day, like, going to nature is more effective than doing other things. So I think it is a really positive thing to do, and it's it's being prescribed by doctors. So I think it is yeah, no, yeah. something that we should be doing more. And one more thing yeah. also... Mm -hmm. yeah. In terms of like the in terms of the idea of like the fact that we are supposed to be in nature, is um, do you guys have glasses? Neither of you guys. I don't. I need glasses. Well, I I lasered my eyeballs off actually, so now I don't. <laughs> but one of the reasons that people have been needing glasses more and like myopia, so short sightedness, has gone up in these really intense um, prevalences. Like so many people need glasses, at least in Canada, also. Um, and one of the reasons for that is that you actually need sunlight, like enough sunlight for your eyes to develop. And they've done studies where they um, looked at, because there's, there's a really big problem with myopia in, in China. And they did a study where they looked at kids who were um, in Singapore, who were ethnically Chinese, and 30% of those kids needed glasses. Whereas the kids who were in Sydney, who are outside in the sun way more, only 3% of those kids needed glasses. Same ethnic background, same everything. And in the summertime, um, kids in China, also their prescriptions change 40% less because they're outside more. Wow. Outside. Yeah. And they've, and they've like done studies where they've looked at populations who are outside more than people in urban centers and like no, none of those people need glasses. And you guys probably went outside more than me. And I have I was bad definitely eyes. outside a lot, yeah. Yeah. I've actually, we had a biology class and we were looking at the microscope and I can't remember what kind of, 
microscope it was, but you see like one end of the like light wave spectrum. And it was, this was at NYU. So like all the Americans could see it and I couldn't see anything. And the professor was like, that's because you grow up in Australia and you've like seared your eyes. So you can't see the whole spectrum anymore. <laughs> oh, so that's, that's not yeah. good. It's all about balance. That's the takeaway. Yeah. It's yeah, maybe all about that's balance. The takeaway. It's about balance. But I mean, I was shocked by that. Like, I feel like the fact that you just need a certain amount of natural light and it's natural light. It really has yeah. to be like, I think it's the UV breeze from the sun. And to me, that was really like, oh, like maybe we do need to be going outside like this. Yeah. No, this artificial also, light we know, is not doing We know it. what like the whole sunlight does for our mood and stuff. Yeah, like, exactly. I mean, yeah. yeah. So but, I think there is something to be said for the fact that nature or like where we developed because I mean, evolution did happen, but I think that there's always <laughs> like, I think there's always a reason, you know, like I think that just stopping at it's because we developed there isn't enough. Like I think there's always yeah. a specific reason and you can't use it for everything. I feel this, this, this feeling also. Yeah, yeah. Because it's hard to gauge, but I think in situations like that, yeah. like where you can really point to the specific yeah. Um, mechanism yeah. that's at hand I think that there is an argument there <clears throat> yeah. but at the end of the day like it works I really feel like I'm really excited to go out and go to the forest yeah. now like I'm I really know. like wow <laughs> this okay, is we're off great to, we're off to the woods <laughs> okay um, should we shout out our our uh, artist yeah yeah so we have a new well it's going to be always our intro and do you say outro or i don't know song yeah and it's glacio uh, and he's an artist in new york and it's nobody stayed for the dj shout out glacio <laughs> all right we're going to the park see y'all later see you guys next week I'll keep on waiting and wishing.